0: And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michigan's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Once again, do you want to thank R&B Car Company locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. And boy, just the uh, the steady stream of school board candidates continues. This is something, again, 17 years we've never seen school board candidates you know, promote themselves as much as they have on both sides of the border for Indiana and Michigan. And they really are. Jamie Teray. From Niles is here, running for school board in Niles, Michigan. Jamie, how you doing? Good. I'm glad that you were able to be with us today. Uh, so basics that we we generally do with with candidates is that, you know first thing is who are you and what made you decide to run for school board in Niles.
1: Okay, I'm Jamie Trey. I'm not from Niles. Um, what made me decide to run for school board? I've been involved in my kids' uh, education since the day they started school. Um, in every way possible. And it wasn't just for my kids. It was to help make a better education for all the kids of the community. Um, so throughout that, I was the PTO treasurer. I was um, Girls on the Run coach. And through those years, I was able to get a really deep dive into what goes into the everyday makings of the school. I've seen these staff work amazingly hard um, for the kids um, above and beyond. Um, I've seen some of the frustrations and struggles that they also have to entail um, ent- go through um, from mandates from the state and then I've also seen some of the not so nice stuff um, politically um, within you would say office politics or school politics Um, but what made me decide to run for school board what was the academic proficiency so as time went on I was watching what my kids were learning and weren't weren't learning and I believe that the school is the foundation of the community so if we are not taking care of the kids um, academically then the um, community is gonna hurt and so you can find all this information. It's online. It's um, public knowledge at schooldigger.com. And they have a really rig- rigorous way of they get the numbers together to understand yeah. how School the do it. School Digger is a really
0: good source. And I've used them quite a lot on my show to evaluate schools and performance as well. It's a very good good resource.
1: Yes, it's, it's amazing. So I like to um, look at that to kind of evaluate to see where we're at. Um, so like proficiency for Ballard Elementary, 38.6. Ring Lardner is 50 um, No, um, Ballard is 36, um, Ringlardner's 38, and the high school's um, 54.9. So I went to the school board uh, meeting. It was, I don't know, six months ago. And I said, if your kid came home and got a 30 on the test, you would have intervention. They'd be grounded, probably just Mm -hmm. talking with the teacher. What is going on? Why are you at a 30% of proficient? But it's radio silence. It's... There's no responsibility taken upon making the school system better for the kids. And so I actually met with one of the board members today. And again, it was kind of throwing off. It was the community's fault. There's no responsibility taken within the school. And the thing is, they might want to say, well, you want to blame COVID for it. But you look
0: on Mm -hmm. schooldigger.com
1: and there's schools out there doing 80, 90% proficient.
0: We can too. Well, this has kind of been I, I almost like a catch-all for a lot of the school board members and school boards just in general across the country. It's like, well, COVID, you know, kind of messed things up. It's like, okay, but for the 10 years before COVID when you were having dropping proficiency, who was responsible then? So when you met with board members who, full disclosure, you're running against right mm-hmm. now. Yep. But when you had that meeting with them as a parent, and they're telling you, oh, it's kind of the community's fault, what's the reasoning behind that? Is it parental involvement? Is that what they're trying to say? They keep on saying parental involvement. But they don't want parents involved. No. They've made that crystal clear for the past two years, especially on the Michigan side of the border, Mm -hmm. that they don't want parents involved. So this goes back to what I've been talking about with a lot of you on the radio show over, over the past several years and throughout my entire career. They always tell you they want a partnership with parents, but they don't actually want a partnership with parents because they want the parents out of the way. And COVID really illustrated that for a lot of parents, I think, for the first time, because the moment parents get involved, they tell parents to shut up and go away. You're not the expert. You don't know what you're doing. Just sit down and let us handle your kids. But then when the schools start failing, it's mom and dad's fault.
1: Yep. So at one of those board meetings, it really struck me. Is um, the lack of transparency? So I spoke to one of the higher ups. Why can't we have the video? So let's say my my daughter has a dentist appointment, so she can go back and study for it and see right. that if, if it's yeah. not online. And he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, should be no problem." And it came down to the the part where the parents could actually talk. Repeatedly, he shooed the parents out of the school board meeting, and so it, it kind of made clear that he didn't he didn't want them to have to actually hear what had to be had to be said, and so. Um, I learned that 20 years ago, Ring Lardner had a PTO. So I'm like, you know what? Let's bring a PTO back. Let's get the parents involved. I presented it to the principal. Um, that prin- um, principal has left Niles schools. And so there was a new one coming in. Radio silence. They don't want the parents there. And I kept on asking, no, no, we, we've we got the admin doing that. We really don't need you guys here.
0: Interesting, right? Yes. So, so again, we're talking with Jamie Ture, who's running for school board in Niles, Michigan. Um, Lots of interesting things have happened with the police chief at Nile school board meetings, things like that. I've been very disappointed. I, I like Mayor Shelton, like personally. Um, I, I've, I've, you know, we always had very nice conversations with him. I've been very disappointed how absent he has been on this issue. He seems to me, he seems like radio silent on this. Have you as a parent who's still on the Michigan side of the border? I'm not anymore. So you're obviously a lot closer to this than I am now. Um, has he done anything that, that you can say that would really help parents out or be encouraging for parents who are concerned about their kids' education?
1: I have reached out to Nick Shelton twice. I'm waiting for a phone call back to have a meeting with him because I am deeply concerned about our community. So we've had five murders in our school, not in our school, in our community this year. The last murder prior to that was 2017. Um, I, and these are, I just talked with one of the cops today. Yeah. Um. So we had had. Last year, we had 17 cars stolen. Up to this, um, this year, up to now, we've had 30. It is all going back to the gangs. Mm-hmm. This is the teenagers. So we need to take care of our, our school system. We need to lift it up. And when it, with Maslow's hierarchy of, of needs, when you lift up a community, then the security issues go along with it. But if you don't take care of a community's foundation, you're going to continue to have these security issues. So I would love for Nick to reach out back to me. Um, I've left a message with him because I feel like we can work together as a team to help protect our kids.
0: This has been the kind of like the overall theme that I've been getting from parents who are now running for school board, um, you know, because of COVID is, is that we really want to be involved. We really want transparency because we want to know what our kids are learning and we want to be able to help our kids. If you want us to be involved, we have to have access to the curriculum so we can help at home. And then, if you don't give us access to the curriculum, you can't blame us for not being able to help our kids, and and say it's parents' fault for for kids not not uh, getting the education that they want or their their measurables, if you will. And consistently, though, the school districts and the school boards have all pushed back against that. Now, I think that you're a little bit unique, Jamie, in that a lot of parents that I talked to are running for school board got involved because of COVID measures. You're really worried about the academics here, and you're worried about all of that other stuff. So you're in this for the classical reason that you would normally be into it not because of a, you know, a weird world event and your concerns are the same concerns that every parent would have. When I was in Niles and my my oldest daughter was in Brandywine, it was a very good school, very good school district, didn't have any real concerns, but the one thing that I noticed is that parents were involved. And now they can't be involved. Why has that been limited all of a sudden?
1: I don't know. It's very frustrating. Like when I worked at Ballard Elementary with the PTO, we had constantly trying to bring in the parents mm-hmm. we had after school events we had um the field trips and now the, when i've i called a lot of those things can just disappear like girls on the run they didn't have it
0: that's a great event so
1: i i'm like okay i called last week i'm like oh, i want to bring girls on the run back in yeah. what is what's it going to take i talked to my daughter she's a senior um and okay let's get your friends together and they all want to be coaches they can be junior coaches mm-hmm. let's let's help bring up all of the Let's help have this, the, um, the older kids help the younger kids and get the parents involved. Because we know when parents are involved, um, kids do better academically. They miss less school. It's, it's a win-win for everyone. But it's, it shouldn't be us against them. It's, we should be a team.
0: And that's every candidate that's come in and said that we should be a team, but it's funny because all of your opponents seem to think that you hate teachers and, and that's, that's always the slandering that you hate teachers. You don't want teachers to be involved. You want to take power away from the teachers. No. really. You're just trying to build a partnership <laughs> yes! that was, you're always supposed to have, which the school, the school board members just told you, Jamie, we want parents to be involved. Well, they didn't say that they blame the parents for academic failures but they're not doing anything to make sure that parental involvement is actually happening. So it's actually the school boards and the school districts right now in Niles, Michigan and elsewhere that are preventing that partnership between ter- parents and teachers.
1: Yes, they they need to take ownership of responsibility for this, um, the school and allow parents to be back. I mean, back involved. We're, we don't want to take the place of the teacher. We don't. We want to work together. But we know by working together, we can provide a solid um, academic education for our kids in a future.
0: So, what are some other ideas that you've had? You know, just I know we don't have a ton of time left, but you know, you you mentioned the PTO and and having a PTO come back in in Niles. What are some other ideas that you have to help with academics and really help foster a pro education environment in Niles, Michigan? Again,
1: I want to bring more of the trades back in. So when I, I remember when I was in high school and I went through a little tour of all the uh, t- um, trades they had available. I remember there was electric, um, there was um, a, a beautician, hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really limited or it's just been dissolved completely. So I want to bring more of that back in. Um, since I'm a, I am am a trades owner, um, I've already been reaching out to my sources um, for HVAC, which I yeah, do. Yeah, because you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. Yeah. I, we do HVAC. And so I um, spoke with um, my supplier down in Indianapolis, other schools that are working to help um, train these kids. And so I don't feel that... When kids leave school, not everybody is going to want a four-year degree. They just don't. Or some of them are just completely lost. So I feel that the school can provide a great foundation to teach these kids. So when they do leave school, they've got some sort of foundation they've already learned. Be it electrical, HVAC. um, I know welding's there, but we need to provide more of that because
0: there are more openings for it. Now, I do part-time at a machine shop, and they can't find people. Yeah. And this is, for those of you out there who don't know, this is a Big machine centric region, lots of CNC, which is complete job security. CNC is not going anywhere. That is the wave of the future. They need more people, not less. It's not a dying industry; it's a growing industry. Um, and then electrical. I know a friend of mine owns an electric company. He can't find anybody. Yeah. you know, it's he's having to go out of state sometimes to find people. I mean, this, these are trades that will make you a lot of money, full full time job security, recession proof almost, and they're just not being taught to anybody.
1: I get excuses when I ask about it, and then they say, well, the kids aren't really interested. Well, how much are they really presenting it to the kids? <laughs> how many right. openings do they actually have? Because when was when my son went into criminal justice, there was two openings for the entire high school, two.
0: Yeah, I, I bet if you were to show people what a CNC machine actually makes and what you can make with it, bet you those kids get pretty interested in it.
1: Yeah, make, make that a field trip. Let, let, them, let them see the reality, what they can... Um, do and how much they can make. And you're going to get them excited from there. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Jamie Terray, running for school board in Niles, Michigan. How can people learn more about you and get involved in your campaign you know, on Facebook or <laughs> social media? <laughs> I don't, a lot of people are getting off on of social media right now. I know it's getting uh, weird.
1: I've been, I've, um, I've had some help with a webpage, and so I'm getting my website together, and okay. so I will have that available here shortly.
0: Can they learn more about you through We The Parents? Is that a possibility?
1: Yep, they can uh, learn from there. Yep.
0: Okay, wetheparentsmi.org is or, the website, correct? Or
1: email me at jamie4niles at gmail.com.
0: All right, Jamie Teray, best of luck in your campaign. Thank Appreciate you, sir. you stopping by. <laughs> bye bye. We got more coming up 953MNC.